0: Welcome to another episode of the Barnabas Speaks podcast I am your host, Cloyd Brown, and I am glad to have you back Uh, As you know that the Barnabas Speaks podcast is a podcast about faith A podcast about encouragement, and a podcast about empowerment The past few weeks we have been talking about perspectives And I want to get into today's subject, but I want to give a little disclaimer Uh, As we know that in November, it is time to vote Um, And I wanted to encourage and I wanted to implore all my listeners and those that will listen to this, that it is your civic responsibility, is your Christian responsibility, it is your just a responsibility to your future, to your, if you have children, to your children, that you vote. Uh, You're running out of time to register. Uh, I know that uh, in North Carolina, I want to say, we have a month out, so I think October, I can Maybe let's say October third is the last that you could register. So get ahead and register if you're not registered to vote. But also, you should be looking at things as far as candidates who interest you, who um, who falls in the in, into your the, not just the things that you uh normally vote on whether you're democrat or republican but you want to make sure that you are looking at the issues and how do they fall on the issues how do they fall on principles and how do they fall on the things that you have set up for yourself uh, as guidelines and ethics for your own life uh that is my public service announcement that it is imperative that you go vote if you are a listener of of mine i would i would ask that you would go and vote, but don't just vote blindly. But to make sure that you educate yourself and find out who is going to be the best representative for you and your community. All right, now let us move forward to today's topic. Uh, I want to use the topic of perspectives of envy. Perspectives of envy. Uh, I've. I want to stay on the this, this subject of perspectives. Because I think that it is a a subject that we don't really think about. We don't really think about how we see things. We don't really think about how our views could be distorted based on our emotions, based on our situations. Um, so perspectives are a very valid thing. I believe that everything is based on perspectives a lot of times. How we see things and how we uh, interpret or how we... Respond to things. How do we emotionally respond to things? Okay. Uh, our subject today is perspectives of envy, and I want to use a very familiar passage. If you have been in the church for any length of time, you have heard this story. It is uh, even if you haven't been in the church, you've heard about the story of the prodigal son. Uh, the story of the prodigal son, and um, the prodigal son, uh, the prodigal son is found in Luke chapter fifteen. But I don't want to go from the normal, normal perspective, not perspective, but normal angle. I would like to talk about the other son. The prodigal son is a story of uh, a young man, as a parable, rather, of a young man, or a certain man had two sons, and one son said, God, let me, uh, Father, let me get my inheritance, uh, that which you owe to me, uh, and uh, I am going to take it. So, his father gave his inheritance, and he does what any young man would do probably is he spends it lavishly and he spends it all up to the point to where he is now working in a, a, a pig pen and he comes to, it says he comes to his senses and he thinks, man, my father's servants are living better than me. I will go back to my father and say, I have, I have been, a, uh, uh, I have put shame to you and God. And I'm not worthy to be called your son. Let me be a servant. And so as he's going home, as he comes in, since he's going home, he heads to home and his dad sees him from afar off. He gets a robe. He gets a ring. And uh, he places on his son and says, my son is home. And he's excited and he throws a party for him. Now, my goal is to talk about the other brother, and so the other brother is has been home the whole time, and he's jealous when he sees his brother come home because he feels like, man, my dad has never thrown to me a party, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna read the scripture. Uh, we're gonna it's in the fifteenth chapter, and we're gonna start off in the twenty-fifth verse, and it says. All these year have been I, all these years, rather, I have been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders. Yes, you have ne- yet you have never given given me even a young goat so that I could celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours, who has squandered your property with prostitutes, comes home, you kill the fattened calf for him. I'll finish this uh, for a good measure. My son. The father said, you are always with me and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. Now, often we spend a lot of time speaking about the younger brother. We spend a lot of time speaking about the younger brother and we we, we spend so much time as preachers and as teachers, and as Bible study teachers and as people just that enjoy good stories. Uh, we spend a lot of time talking about the younger brother, but not much time talking about the older, older brother. And so that's where our topic comes in. Perspectives of Envy. I wonder where our thought for envy and jealousy comes. I think often we look at people, whether they're being celebrated, whether they're successful, and we compare their success or their the, the pinnacle that they reach to our own and often it doesn't measure up. And I wonder... What causes us to envy people, and the only answer I can come up is, is that it's not where the person is, but it's where we are. The younger brother the older brother rather sees his brother and is upset. But the father t- says, You literally have no reason to be upset because anything that I've had has always been yours. You've had access to everything that he had access to the same way. But the the challenge is that you never reached for it. Can we be upset because. the person that is successful took the risk. And they reached their success. But we thought if we played it safe. If we if we didn't take a leap. If we didn't step out. And do something. And if we played it all by the rules. And we, we we listened to every. We dotted every I. And crossed every T. And we did everything that we thought we were supposed to do. Never disobeying an order. That if we did that. Everything will work out. And because we felt like we did that and it didn't seem like it worked out, we now find ourselves looking to the left and to the right of us outside of our own lanes and we find ourselves upset because we are not where that person is. I, I must take into account that we are a social media driven age. And social media is really We find ourselves looking on and looking at a lot of times and we look at it from the realm and the lens of comparison, and often we look at it from a lens of we see these people doing this thing. Whether I can go on, I wrote a book in 2017, or I released a book in 2017, and I've seen people write books and release books before and after me, and it seems like they are very successful. And if I look at them and I compare my book success to their book success, I may find myself jealous. Let me let me let me break it down even further. I see people doing videos and lives, and they getting all this. They 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 they're getting paid to speak, and they're getting paid to 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 host conferences, and they're getting paid to to be conference speakers, and they're getting paid to to be to be lecturers, and. I can't be mad and look envious because I didn't because I was too ah, this is it. Because I was too fearful and too bashful and played it safe and didn't want to get on live and didn't want to to quote unquote build my brand. Now if if I if I if I go there and, and I feel that way and I say those things, then I must now consider that. It's my fault because I never took the risk to do those things. The reality is, is that the older brother is not mad that they're celebrating the older, the, the younger brother. He is mad because he wanted to do what the younger brother did, but he didn't have the heart to do it. No, 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 no. L- understand that. I understand this is a parable. So let me, let me just work it. Like The problem is that if. If he was comfortable where he was at, if he was comfortable in, in, in who he was, if he was comfortable in being obedient to the father, if he was comfortable at being the son that stayed home, if he was comfortable and understood where he was supposed to and, and was, was, was happy where, where he was, he would have never looked at the other brother in jealousy and never looked at the other brother in envy. The reason why he had this perspective of envy was because he won what the younger brother had. The older father had never had the the father rather had never made the younger brother feel ashamed. And the older brother feel ashamed. He said that everything that I've always had was yours. You had access to anything you wanted but the problem is that you never reached out and grabbed the things that you had access to i know that your, your brother went and spent it on prostitutes i know that your brother spent all his inheritance i know that he, he betrayed uh, our faith i know all those different things but if you wanted something from me if you wanted to fatten the calf if you if you wanted to have a good time with your friends if you had, wanted to have a party all you had to do is ask then I would have gave it to you freely. There's something that we must look at is that the younger brother, the father could have easily told the younger brother no. But all the younger brother had to do is ask. What we're missing is is that in this story is that the younger brother, he may have made bad decisions. He may have done it wrong, but at least he had the courage to ask. What is it that you're not asking of the father now? But now, because you didn't ask of the father, because you didn't figure out how to get it done, because you didn't take the leap, because you didn't have, have... even the, 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 the audacity of faith, the audacity of hope to say, Father, this is what I would like to do. And I need you to even, even you can still go to the father and ask him something, but ask him in, in, in humility and ask him in, in, in worship and say, God, I need you to show me how to do this thing that's that's what the difference is, is that when we look at these other people and I'm not talking about that the people that are social media famous I'm not talking about people that 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 we see and that uh, that we that we find that 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 they're perpetrating on on social media. I'm talking about they have legit Business plans, they have legit businesses. If I go on, if I go on social media, if I go through the people that I know, I know people that have their own tutoring business, that have their own makeup business, that have their own speaking business, they have their own publishing companies. And if I go there, they have solid legit. I'm talking about when I say legit, they pay taxes, they have a plan, they have a they have a they have a structure to what they're doing. And because of that, because they had the audacity of hope, they had the audacity to ask. They reach their goal. Maybe your problem is, is that you don't want your goal bad enough to 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 ask, and you're more comfortable in being envious. You're more comfortable in complaining about what someone else is, what else has, not realizing that you have the same acts that they have. We're not envious of people because they, they because. They, they have something that we don't have. The real challenge is, is that we have a problem with where we are. And the, 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 when we look at what they have, when we look at the person being successful, we want their success without taking the risk. There's a risk to success. One of my favorite, favorite quotes uh, is a baseball quote. And it says that you can't steal home plate with your foot on third. If you've ever watched baseball, if you, I know a lot of you guys are not, may not be uh, athletes or sports fanatics, but in order to steal the next base, you have to let your foot come off the bag. Now, you can play it safe. If you're playing it safe, you'll never take your foot off the bag. But if you never take your foot off the bag, you can never get the home plate. If you're waiting... For someone to hit a home run, or some someone else to to get to to, to hit so you can so you can run, you'll never if you don't take the risk of being tagged out, if you don't take the risk of failing, you always have to look at the other person's success and envy because they took the risk of failing. They took the risk of striking out. They took the risk of getting tagged out. If you're not willing to take the risk, if you're not willing to say, I have this talent and I have this gift that God has blessed me with. And because God blessed me with this, I'm going to take a step and leap of faith on what God has poured poured into me. And I'm going to take a step out on it and I'm going to pursue this thing. I don't know what your thing is. Maybe your thing is radio. And maybe the first thing you have to do, maybe maybe a radio station won't give you a chance. Maybe, you, maybe, maybe they won't. But you will never know unless you go and apply and say, you know what, I'm interested in radio. And I'm so interested in radio. And I believe I have such a gift in, in radio that I'm willing to intern here. I work here every single day. If, uh, you want me to go get donuts? You want me to go get coffee? You want me to sweep floors? But I want to learn everything that is about radio because I want to be on radio. But you because you're afraid of a no, or because you're afraid that you may fall flat on your face, you cannot succeed if you're so consumed by envy that you won't even try. Our the perspective of envy, the perspective of the other brother is that he he wanted a party, but he didn't have the nerve to ask for one. He wanted a he wanted a fattened calf, but or a young goat, but he didn't have the nerve to ask for one. And what he's saying is You've always had access to it, so don't be mad at your brother and don't be mad at me for celebrating your brother for coming home. he's still your brother you should never look at your brother in envy because you have you have the same access that he has. How dare you look over at your brother how dare you look over at your sister and envy and want and, and be jealous of what they have as if you don't have the same ability the same skills the same the same Wherewithal to go get it. If you're waiting for someone to come and bring it to you, you're going to be waiting a long time. Sometimes in the asking, the asking is doing. The asking is an action. Asking God is an act of faith. I'll say that again. Asking God is a sign of faith, is an act of faith. How is an act of faith you ask? you would not go ask God unless you believe he can do it. It's just the reality of it is that. Do you really think that if they were poor, he would have went to, that the younger son would have said, hey, I want my inheritance? If if, if if he didn't believe his father had the ability to give him his inheritance, you think he would have win to ask? It's a sign of faith. You're saying, God, I know you can do this, so I'm going to come and ask you to do it. Now, there's a difference, though. After you ask, you have to go and make something happen. Yes, the younger brother fell on his face. Yes, he it on riotous living. Yes, he, he, he bought prostitutes, and he did this, and he did that. But at least he struck out. I know this is a different perspective than you're to seeing from the prodigal son. I know that i was supposed to talk about him being lost and found and dead and alive. But, if you're not willing to take a shot, uh, at this point, I'm not sure if it was Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, or Michael Scott. If you watch the office, you'll get the Michael Scott joke. You will miss every shot you don't take. You will miss every shot that you don't take. Let me tell you right now. If you if you're on my podcast, you're listening. I am videotaping this podcast as well, and if uh, it's one of the harder things I had to do because I really don't. I, I'm so I was I'm so worried about what people would say about me being on, on on a video, and it's because I've heard so many different things about people talking about. Oh man, what. Uh, Best way to say it I, I don't want to stumble over this I am at a disadvantage Because I have been in the company Of people speaking About other people's doing I have been in the company About people speaking About other people's doing Inactive people are the only people that have time to talk about active people. Inactive people are the only people that have time to talk about inactive people. I mean to about talk about active people. Give me I'll give you an example like The, the thing is, is that if you have time to talk about what someone is doing, that means that you're not doing. Now, and gra- if you think about it, you're doing something, but you're not doing you're not acting on what you should be acting on because you're so focused about talking about what they're doing. And this is, and you don't even realize that you're in your you're in action your distraction on looking at what they're doing and how they're succeeding or even how they're failing, quote unquote, is what leads to your envy. If you're busy, you don't have time to be envious. If you're busy, you do not have time to be envious. You don't have time to worry about what anyone else is doing. I always look at this. Okay, Think about sports. And this is no knock against sportscasters or uh, sports reporters because I love sports uh I I enjoy watching ESPN I enjoy watching uh CBS uh sports I I I enjoy probably I probably look I probably read ESPN every day. Uh it's probably my it's kind of like my uh decompressor. Uh, cuz right now we don't have cable so we don't uh I don't I don't watch I don't get to watch a lot of the games. But so I, I read a lot of ESPN. I read a lot of articles on ESPN and different sports uh feature reports stuff like that. But us a sports caster has the time to speak about or to, to to critique, to write reports, and to talk about athletes, whether it's basketball, football, soccer, golf, tennis, or whatever it is, because they're not busy doing the action. And there's no knocking against them, this, but this just proves my point is that if we'll use If the the sports guys on ESPN were practicing and playing as much as LeBron James or Kobe Bryant or uh, Odell Beckham Jr. or whoever you want to put in there, they wouldn't have time to sit around and talk about what they were doing. The thing is that you have time to worry and you have time to to scroll Instagram and to scroll Facebook and to see what this person is doing and to be envious of this person because you're not busy acting. And my 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 encouragement to you, my what I want to implore you to do is get off the couch. Stop being a a spectator. Stop talking about what you don't have and stop talking about what this person has. If you were find yourself busy, you do not have time to truly indulge in talking about other people in envy. And so now, this is my problem, is that because I found myself inactive around people, talking about people, acting, I now, in my mind, I have not discourage myself and talk myself out of doing something because I'm worried about what the other person is going to do. But then God said to me, and this is how he freed me. If they have time to talk to you, they don't have time to act. If they have time to talk about you, they do not have time to act. If a person has time and, 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 and they have the, the, the ability to, to start group text about you and, and, and meet about you and have this, this, and that to say, they don't have time to to act on what they should be acting on imagine this imagine if you were in a race and this kind of goes contrary to what i believe about races but anyway so imagine you are in a race and in the middle of the race you stopped and talked to your friend about how this person was running oh man look at them their form is off they're not running right while you're ta- while you're talking about this person and about their form and how they ain't not running right you're losing the race you are not participating in the race can i bring this to a christian standpoint i have to because i'm a faith guy if you have time to talk about how a person is living if you have to t- if you have time to talk about well, this person is not living right and this person this person, that uh, they cuss too much. And this person, they had a little bit too much to drink last night. And this person is, how do you have time to, to make sure that your salvation is intact? In if you're always looking about how this person is living, how this person is not living. Inactive people are the only people that have time to talk about active people. Get off the couch, beloved. Stop living life as if it's a spectator sport. Let's take this to marriage. I don't have time to talk about other people's marriage. I just don't because I'm too busy being married. I, I'm, I literally do not have time to talk about other people's marriage. It's not something I think about. I pray about other people's marriages. I pray. Because I, I pray about other people's marriage because I, because I live within marriage. I understand that the highs and the lows, the struggles, and and sometimes the struggle is not between my wife and I, but we're struggling together through some things. And sometimes, because I know that, I start praying about other married couples. See, this is what happens. When you're busy... In action, when you're busy pursuing, when you're busy striking out, when you're busy doing all those things, you have a point of, re- of, of relation to a person and another person that's trying to. So you don't have time to look at them in envy. You, you, you're just probably like, keep on going, keep pressing, keep pushing on. And you find yourself praying because and, 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 and you realize what it takes to be successful. You ever realize that most, in most cases... In most cases, former presidents are slow to criticize sitting presidents. Do you know why that is? Because they sat in that seat before and they understand the decisions and the weight that comes with it. When you struck out before, you don't don't take pleasure or you don't even take time to talk about someone else's that striking out. Because you have a p- place of parallel, of relationship with them. Re- or you can relate to them. And you can say, you know what? I know how hard it is to try. In uh, 95, I think, 95, 96 maybe, my dad opened up a restaurant. Uh, it was a barbecue restaurant in, in Brunswick, Georgia. I like to tell people I'm I'm a New Yorker, but really I've, I spent a lot of time in Georgia. So I, I do take pride in my Georgia roots. I take pride in my New York roots. Uh, but I'm, I was, I, for the most part from fifth grade to graduation, I really beyond graduation. I, I lived in Georgia. And so I'm more of a Georgian than I'm a New Yorkian, but New York is still my favorite city, but that's a little aside. But, uh, my dad opened a restaurant, it was a barbecue restaurant, and uh, he had it for a few years, and after a few years, we had to close it down. I've never heard my dad critique anyone that tried to start a restaurant. And because I was there, and I watched how hard the hard work, I watched how he had to meticulously clean and cut the ribs and pass the inspections and do all these different things. And I've heard people and I've heard the criticism that came across the desk and, and I've seen how people that said they were going to help didn't help. And I watched him work. I watched him work his day job and then come to the, the restaurant and do that. And I, I watched him pay uh, pay that the, the, the mortgage on the house, but also pay the rent on the space. I watched him do these things and because I watched him and I witnessed it. I have a, a high respect for someone. That seeks to be an entrepreneur. I have a high respect because I understand. What it takes. To pursue this thing. You don't have time to be envious. When you have a place of relation. Like you even listen to how the brother talks about his younger brother. He, he, he begins to separate himself. Because at some point he lost a place of relation. He says your son. It's not until the father reminds him that this is your brother. The fact this is that you should have a place of relation with your brother. You should not look at him in envy because you guys have a place of relation. You're both my sons and you both have access to the things that, 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 that I own. At any point in any juncture, you could have come and asked me for what you wanted, but you didn't. So you separated yourself, and you believe that because you were following, crossing all the Ts and crossing all the I's that you were doing well. But what good is it for you to be crossing all your eyes and crossing all the Ts, but you not be happy in your obedience? But you not be happy in your obedience. That you not be. That you're not comfortable in your obedience, so much so that when you see your brother rewarded, no, he didn't do everything right. But we're not celebrating because he didn't do everything right. We're celebrating that he struck out and he's still here. Many have come and gone, but he's still here. Don't lose that place of relation with your brother. Don't lose that place of relation with your brother or sister to the point to where you don't realize that you can do what they did. You can strike out on your own, too. You can come and ask me for help. You can you can start the radio station. You can... And if the radio, if the radio station say no, you can start your own... Listen, man, with technology today, if you... I'm, I'm speaking to someone, whether they realize it or not... Even if, if you don't have all the tools and all the access with the technology today and social media today, you can start your own radio station at home. Go, what is, I can't remember the name of the, 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 uh, the there's an app that you can use, Anchor. That's what it is, Anchor. And you can use that to, to record your own radio station. Start recording yourself. Start going live. And begin to do this thing. You wanna start a youth group. Start right in your church. Start right with your kids. You wanna start a nonprofit. Start right there in your kitchen. You wanna feed the poor. I'm gonna tell you what it real simple, see, because, because I, I I want to get you there. I want to get you to a place of action. Because if you're busy acting, you don't have time to be envy. And the reason why that you that you have envy is because you're not acting. In 2015, my wife and I decided that we were going to feed the homeless. We called it bags of hope. I went to the store. I pr- probably in total I probably spent maybe hundred dollars, maybe hundred twenty dollars. Who knows? Okay, so I went to the grocery store. I got some packs of ham, a pack of turkey. I got some cheese. I got bread. And I went to Sam's. Uh, I think Sam's. Maybe I even went to Walmart. And I got the packs of uh, the, the 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 individual packs of mustard and mayo. And I got the big, the 50, the 50 small, the, the, the 50 count thing of chips. And I got brown paper bags. And I had my wife write bags of hope on it with a scripture on it. And we bagged sandwiches. We made the sandwiches at the house. We bagged sandwiches. And we didn't use Ziploc bags. We used the sandwich bags that you kind of fold over. And put the sandwich in there, chips. And we bought bottle orders. We bought this. We bought the Sam's Choice waters. Then I went to the dollar store, and I got socks. I bought a couple bags of socks. I bought feminine products. This is all from the dollar store. And that's when I got. I got Ziploc bags. I got uh, maybe like little small things to mouthwash, whatever you do, and we put it in the bag. And we passed out the. We went. To, we went to in Charleston, South Carolina. We went to what we call Tent City. Whereas it was all the homeless people were, and we went and passed out bags. I think we made 50 to 100, I think we made hundred sandwiches, so hundred bags, we passed them all out, we passed out clothes, we passed out the socks and stuff like that, and that's what we did. It takes action. If you want to feed the homeless, do it. Go and do it. Go do it. If you want, to, if you want to start your own podcast, go do it. You have questions? Email me, call me, text me if you have if you have my number. DM me, DM me, whatever you want to do. I I, I say it every at the end of every episode. My email is cloyd.brown@rocrdu.com. My uh, my uh, social media is at for Instagram is at chloyd brown. My Twitter is at gentleman and my Facebook is. Cloyd Stephon Brown. At any point, you can message me a DM, and we'll walk through it. I- I'm all about action. I'm all about pushing. When I say that this podcast is about empowerment and about encouragement, about faith, and I don't mean it just in words. I will push you or pull you wherever you need need to go if you're willing to act, man. If if you if you have it that you that you uh you want to write a book, you can come to me. You can find somebody else. But first thing you got to do is start writing the book. Start writing right now. You don't. Ha- I don't. Ha- I didn't have time to talk about my friends that that, that, that wrote books or to, to be envious of them because I was too busy writing my own book. But let me tell you about a point where I was jealous because I was too busy. Uh, a few years ago, years ago, uh, I was a, the not the Sunday school. The new members teaching at my church in Charleston. I was a new member's, uh, I taught the course for new members class. And uh, as I was teaching the class, I had a few people come through and there was a young man that came through and it, we were part of a fellowship. And so we had a, we also had a fellowship church that was in the area. And I was a young minister, maybe young MIT, I can't remember at the time. And uh, the guy came through, he came through the new members class and a few months go by, and I see him speaking at when our brother and sister, I, I, you would say our sister church, our fellowship church, when our fellowship churches. and I found myself jealous. Like man, how does he get to speak? He just does that, da 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 da, whoop woo and all that good stuff. And I'm, I'm, and I'm in my feelings, and I'm in my emotions, and I, and because I'm not busy, I'm not acting, I have time to be jealous. And God said to me, much. Like the father says to the older son, why are you jealous? His path is not your path. But more so, you should be happy for him. If somebody gets saved by him speaking, that's enough that you said. That's what you cared about. So how God works with me. I can't tell you how he works for you. But to teach me a lesson so that I may gain the lesson. He said, I want you to go and apologize. I said, God, he don't even know how I felt. I know, but I want you to go and apologize. So the next time I see him, it was a Sunday, and it was so heavy on my heart, so heavy on my spirit that I wouldn't shake it. It was like, okay. So I go up to him, and I apologize. He didn't even know I was, he didn't know I felt some kind of way, he, and, but he accepted it, and I, he said my apology, and I was great, but the, the whole point was that why was I worried about his success, about what he was able to do? I didn't know his road to it. I didn't know the steps that he took. I didn't have any of that, that knowledge. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have. If 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 I if I, if I, I <laughs> if I would have listened when God told me to do it, and then a few months later, I find myself teaching. Bible study at my own house. I'm teaching Bible study at my own house. Not by saying, oh man, I'm going to do this. My friends, uh, my co-workers, uh, when I was in the military, uh, they said, hey, we should have Bible study at your house. All right, sure, that's great. And it became a thing. We did lunchtime Bible studies. Once a week, we did lunchtime Bible studies. And all I had to do is ask, but also all I had to do is act. It's two part. You must ask and then act. But the thing is, is that there's action on both sides is action because the action is the action leads to asking and the asking leads to action. If you are not ready, most of the time we are envious because we're not really ready to work. You're not really ready to work. I have friends that have started businesses, and I have I have one friend that he has several businesses, and he I call him a financial guru because he's real smart. Uh, he pays attention to stock markets, and so if I have a stock market question, I go and ask him. If I have this, I have a a long brother. He he's in the finances, and so uh, it's it's about doing. It's about doing. I I have all these friends around me that is pursuing. And I don't have time to be jealous of them now because I'm pursuing. Is it always easy? No. Does it feel like it was easier for some other people? Yes. But I, didn't, I it seems like it's easy. It doesn't mean that it's easy. Yes. The younger brother came home and it felt like, man, we're celebrating him. He did all this stuff. He struck out big. He was eating. He was thinking about eating. The food that the slop that the pigs ate he was thinking that's that's how bad that's how low he was we don't see that the older brother doesn't know what it took for the younger brother to come back, so he's envious of him not realizing how low he actually sunk and how close he was to death. The reality is that. When you're envious of of people, you don't know what they went through to get there. No, seriously, you don't know how close to death they were. But this... What you see now is a celebration because they almost died. They were lost and then they were found. They lost themselves in trying to get to where they were. But they found themselves in success. And when you see, you happen to see them in success and you're, you're envious of them and you're jealous of them. And you're mad at, at, at everything around you except the fact that you didn't act. So you didn't have time to get lost and found. The perspectives of envy... I want to say this one last time. Your envy comes from the place where you're too busy being inactive, so you find yourself envious at the active. Get off the couch. Unlog off of Instagram. Log out of Facebook and write the business plan. Do the research. I know that takes action for everything. It takes action for everything. And I want to use this example. Let's say you want to have a baby. Let me put it this way. Let's say you're married and you want to have a baby. <laughs> and you see someone else with the bait, having babies. I want to be careful with this. And I know it's not this simple, but I want to use this. If you have time to continuously talk about people who are having babies and be envious of them, you're missing the point of how it take what it takes to make a baby. I'm just being honest. If you have time to talk talk about people that are having babies and be jealous of the people that are having babies, and you're married, log off log off of social media, and go do what it takes. does what it go do what it takes to have a baby if you're so focused on them how do you have time to procreate and let's move I'm I'm using I'm going to use this term how do you have if if we realize that it takes an egg and a seed to create life it takes an egg and it takes seed to create life. But it takes action. Between a man and a woman. To create life. It takes action. To create. It takes action. To create. Not envy. But action. Envy won't get you towards your goal. Anger won't get you towards your goal. Goal. Jealousy won't get you towards your goal. For you to make your goal a reality, to bring it to life, it takes action. It takes an egg and it takes a seed. It takes an egg and it takes a seed. The problem is you're not doing what it takes to connect the egg and the seed because you're too busy talking about What everyone else is doing. You're too busy, envious of what everyone else is doing. Get to doing. And a shameless plug to Nike just just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just start the business. Just write the business plan. Just start the radio show. Just start the podcast. Just write the book. Just do it just start saving for the house just start just apply for the job just put an application in for the school go apply for the business loan just do it start acting stop watching stop sitting on your couch getting in these groups and talking about these people and just do it if you're busy working you don't have time to be envious Because you're in your own lane. You're following your process. You don't have time to be envious when you're busy working. Beloved, we are in a time where we get to see everyone's life. We get to see their ups and their downs. But we don't have to see them. We don't have to catch ourselves watching. And I'm not saying that you don't support people when you don't watch their videos. And, but if you're going to watch it, be motivated into action. Don't be motivated to envy. Don't be motivated to jealousy. Be motivated to action. Allow yourself not to get caught up in where you're not and where they are see where they are and let it lead to your own action to say if they can do it, I can do it. If they have the ability to go ask, I can go ask. The oldest son wanted exactly what the younger son had, not realizing that he had the same access. That the younger son had. But he never took advantage of it. He never moved in action. He wanted it. But he was more, he was was comfortable in wanting it and not asking for it. And so because he became comfortable in inaction, it led to envy. And it led to jealousy and it led to anger. When it could all have been avoided if he would have just acted and said, Father, I want this, and he would have given it to him freely. So much so that it, it said the parable says, Everything that I have, you have access to, but we're celebrating. Because your brother was lost and now he's found. He got lost in his pursuit. But he's back home now. And we have to celebrate that. Celebrate in your friends. Celebrate the people that you see doing well. Because you don't know what it took them. They, they got, I'm sure they got lost on the way. They were broke on the way. They couldn't pay some of their bills on the way. But they, on the way, they found success. Through the loss, through the slop, through the failure. And they found success. But they did not find success by being inactive. They did not find success by being envious. They did not find success and being jealous. They found success through action. Beloved, it's time to get up and act. God bless you. God love you. And never forget, never let your independence rob you from your dependence on God. God bless you. Hey, family. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Barnabas Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Claude Brown. As always, I would like to open up the opportunity for salvation I would like to open up the opportunity for questions about your, your faith. Also, I would like to open the opportunity if you just want to reach out and just speak on some things. If you have those three things, if you look at salvation, if you have questions about your relationship with God, or if you just want to talk about some things, please reach out to me either through social media. My Facebook is Cloyd Stephon Brown. My Instagram is at Cloyd Brown. And my Twitter is at gentlemanCloyd. Finally, my email is Cloyd.brown at RLCRDU.com. Once again, it's Cloyd.brown at R-O-C-R-D-U.com. If you need help spelling my name, my name is C-L-O-Y-E-D. C-L-O-Y-E-D. Last name is Brown, just like the color. Thank you for listening. I hope this blesses you. And I hope that this encourages you. God bless you and God love you. And remember, never let your independence rob you from your dependence on God.